Happy New Year, waiters. It's your favorite podcast host, Z. I've missed you all. Listen, season two of While We're Waiting, W3, is almost here. But to help keep you all entertained as you patiently wait for a few more months, I do have a little something something I've been working on. Can I tell y'all a secret? February 14th has never been my favorite holiday. Yes, I'm referring to Valentine's Day. I always hated knowing I didn't have a significant other who would send me a box of chocolates and (laughs) write me a cute and thoughtful message in the Valentine's. This year, I want to change the narrative for all of the single waiters, including myself, who are hopeful and looking forward to one day sharing not just Valentine's, but every day of life with a person that they'll love, adore, and cherish in sickness and in health till death. To keep us inspired and encouraged to intentionally stay optimistic in our singleness this Valentine's season, W3 presents the Real Love Series. Join me for the next four Mondays starting January 24th to hear four amazing couples share their outlooks on all things love and relationships. Consider this my Valentine's present to each of you waiters. And even if you do have a special someone in your life, you're still welcome to listen, share, and definitely take notes. This is the Real Love Series. The first featured guests are the Hensons. They have known each other for over three decades and married for two. Their interview on their journey through AOL emails, dating, and marriage is beautiful, entertaining, and thought-provoking. They don't shy away from encouraging single male waiters to realize their worth and let ladies know why it's okay to be a challenge. Enjoy this fire Real Love series episode entitled Be a Challenge and Know Your Worth featuring my godparents, Mr. John, a.k.a. Uncle Doc, and Mrs. Tamron Henson, who make real love sound so easy. Well, thank you again, Auntie Tamron and Uncle John. Say hello to the waiters. Hello, hello waiters. waiters. How are you all doing today? We are excellent. How yeah. are you? I won't complain. Super excited, as always. And we're going to get right into it because time is of the essence. First, can you just tell everyone a little bit about yourselves? I'll have you go first. Well, I am Tamron Henson. Um, I am a mental health therapist. I've been in mental health for uh, about 26 years. Mm -hmm. And um, we have been married for 20 years. 20 years. How long have you all known each other? We have known each other 30, 35 years. 35 years? 35 years. You old. (laughs) Guys, if you all could see them, they don't look a day over 25. I don't know what they're drinking. Your check is in the mail. That's right. (laughs) It's amazing. Like, if you all could see them. But wow, so y'all have known each other for 35 years. How did you all meet? So we actually met, um, man, back in, I was in the Navy. Um, I joined the Navy and her brother, Tamarin, I mean, her brother, um, um, Clint, Clint, (laughs) Clint actually um, was in the Navy with me, um, Mm -hmm. her older brother. So we actually um, met her during family week. Um, Mm -hmm. They came down for family week um, in the Navy and they adopted me. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's so cute. So you all met and you all just exchanged hellos and then went your separate ways? No, not really. Um, so he ended up, again, being adopted into the family, so to speak. And so mm -hmm. um, after uh, they graduated from Navy boot camp, he would be at the house. He would be with my brother. Okay. They were always gotcha. hanging out. Um, and then after that, then we kind of went our separate ways, yeah. um, just oh. growing up and getting older. And um, we were able to reconnect in 1998. Eight, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, after I went away to graduate school, and um, he sneakily got my email address. Girl, it was so. It was back in the day. It was AOL. Got my <laughs> AOL address. Like, what is that? But I know what that is. <laughs> exactly. Still around. Exactly. Still what around. is that? What is that? So he got my uh, AOL address from my brother, and um, we got back in touch that way. Wow. So. Were you all in the same area at the time or did you all, once you reconnected and wanted to hang out, was it more so just platonic or was it romantic right away? You were like, I had to shoot my shot. What was that for you? <laughs> so it was actually, um, so I had, or I had been through a, a divorce. Um, so I had been divorced for almost, um, eight months, nine months, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was actually living in Birmingham, Alabama at the time, and Tamara was here in Atlanta. And so um, I was coming here for school and stuff. So I mm -hmm. actually reached out. Um, like she said, I got her email, um, her information from her brother, and we actually um, reconnected. We hadn't like seen each other in at least three years. Had to be longer than or that. Or maybe longer. Mm -hmm. it, it had been a while, but um, we actually connected then and we i mean we've been in touch ever since you know he's telling you the cute version i want the you real real it's real called the real love series so, so, so real. Let's, let's talk real real let's talk real real so mr henson decided that he was going to reconnect with me because there was this issue of him being in and out of my life i was not having it oh amen. and so i knew that he was married Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, we're separated. We're just waiting for the finalization. And what I told him was that I would not give him my phone number until I knew he was officially divorced. I like that. So because of that, he didn't know we had to do the email thing. And, um, I ended up actually, he had to send me the copy. Yeah, Zamoria, she made me send her a copy of my divorce decree. Yes, oh, I did. Um, I had to I had to send her a copy of the divorce decree. Signed by the judge. I had and, to have the judge's signature yeah. to show that he was Come no longer now. married before I would give him my yeah. phone number. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a correct. notarization for me. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and then and then once we once we started talking, I had to um we had to send that AOL email every day. That's right. Had mm, to, mm, we mm. pretty much had to talk every day around the same time. I <laughs> That's like right. it. Uh, couldn't miss that that you got mail. Nope. Nope. Wow. Could not. So yes. Yeah. So that's that's how we got back in touch with each other. Yeah. So all, all kidding aside, it was very important for us to know that um, that chapter of his life was done. And got if it. there was a chance of them getting back together, reconciling anything. Um, I didn't want that to be a reason. I did not want to be a reason that yeah. that did not happen. Um, 
And plus my daughter was, was in the mix. Um, mm-hmm. My stepdaughter's destiny. We don't say step in this family. The only steps go to the garage. Okay. They're your child or they're not. Right. Um, but yeah, so destiny was in the mix and I did not ever want to have to answer her as to why did you break up my mommy and daddy? So mm. yeah, there were a lot of considerations, yeah. lots of considerations. That was so beautiful. I appreciate you all giving me the real, real. The real, real for the waiters. That's right. Transparency. I love it. So what was it about Uncle John that made you decide once you saw, okay, it's done. The divorce is behind us. We can move forward. What was it about him that made you go, I'm going to give this man now my cell phone number? I think it was just that I saw the level of commitment. You know, sometimes I think that um, as single women, we date for potential. Mm. Um, And a lot of times um, as young men, they will date for the visual, what they see. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this particular case, he demonstrated to me. So I was still able to see it. Um, But he demonstrated to me, you know, he didn't miss those emails. He did not. Um, refused to, to give me the divorce decree with the judge's signature. That was very important. Did I say that? Like you I did. To be the official. Yes, ma'am. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, it was important to me that he demonstrated what he said he was all about. Like right. I wanted to see it and know it. Um, and he has been. I mean, ever ever since this man has been rock solid, steady. Um, but he had to. Lord knows I put him through the ringer. He had to prove it to me. But he <laughs> consistency, did it. Consistency. Well worth it. Well worth it. And what about you, Uncle John? What was it about Auntie Tamarin that made you go, yeah, I can't let her slip away again. It's been too long and I want to live out the rest of my life with her. I think it was, to be honest, it was um, having that challenge. Um, mm. Like she said, it's one of those things where as a young man back then, it was coming out of an eight-year marriage. You, you know, I could have um, easily looked at other, um, you know, other easy targets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think because of the fact that she's always had my heart, um, even if it wasn't in a big brother role, she's always had my um, heart since I was eighteen. And wow. so at that time, it was um, as when I came to her, she made me. Um, she made me earn her um, trust. Tamara uh, mentioned there were some things I, I was getting together. And one of the things was I had came back um, to um, the church and stuff because mm-hmm. I had, you know, moved away from um, God and I pretty much came back in. And this was just one of the um, um, blessings that he was giving me to get her back in my life. Come on now. Look at God. Restoration. <laughs> consistency. <laughs> and now I have a, a question where I want you all to separately fill in the blank which goes for a happy, successful marriage. It requires hard work, hard work. A lot of people think, oh, love should be easy. And no, it requires a lot of hard work every single day. It's not something that you can just throw on in the morning and then, you know, think it's going to last. It requires the communication. It requires the commitment. It requires really showing up and being who you say you're going to be for your partner. So to me, it's it's hard work. Yeah. It it requires consistent hard work. I like it. I think that's one of the things, especially with the interview that my mom and I did, 
where we just continue to say it's not just about what they say, but can you actually see what they're saying coming into fruition? And I think especially for millennials and my generation, Generation Z, I think that for a lot of us, we're so used to just getting whatever we want right away. And then if we are not satisfied, we can just toss it to the side and go on to the next. So right before you all decided that, okay, I'm going to make it official and I want to walk down the aisle and be with this man for the rest of my life. What was some advice that you took to heart, Auntie Tamarin, that made you know, moving forward, this is what I need to make sure I do as a wife? So one of the things um, that John required of me was that we have premarital counseling, but Mm -hmm. Christian-based premarital counseling. Um, And so I was able to locate that. My my girlfriend at the time, her dad was a pastor and her mom um, did premarital counseling. And so we tapped into that resource God blessed us with. Didn't have to pay them or nothing. All we did was feed them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we did that for, was it eight weeks? I think it was eight weeks. I think together it was eight weeks. I think mine personally was probably like 10 to 12 weeks. Okay. Um, and I'm being honest about that because there were some things that I just was not I was not with, I was not having this whole obey thing, this whole submit thing, <laughs> this whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, But I loved John's heart for wanting us to be on one accord um, according to what God wanted mm-hmm. for our marriage. And so I think one of the things that I came to learn is that, um, yes, I am required to submit to him, but John also knows what it means to lead a godly household. And so he makes it easy to submit to him um, because he shows me what that looks like because he submits to God. I like and so that. it made it very easy, very easy to be able to do that. And he still does. Um, he makes it very easy to, to know that I can trust his decision. It's always going to be for the betterment of our family right. according to what God has in store for us. Um, and so that's never, once I got that and understood that, Mm-hmm. Um, there was never there was never any question about that being hard for me to be able to do. Very good. So how about you, Uncle Uncle John, when you were getting ready to walk, the, well, walk down the aisle first to then wait for your bride to walk down the aisle, I should say, rather. <laughs> what piece of advice did someone tell you, if you're comfortable sharing, that made you mm-hmm. just put it through one ear and out the other? Because I've heard a lot of guys say, yeah, when I told people I was engaged and I was getting married, everybody was like, why are you doing that? Like, man, this is the opportunity for you to be just out here living your best life why do you want to settle down what was that piece of advice and I'm putting up air quotes waiters when they said you want to get married I want to do that because of da 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 what was that fill in the blank for you so I think the the biggest thing was having having a couple of um acquaintance I wouldn't say friends acquaintances (laughs) that knew I had been married for eight years and was trying to get out of a, um, you know, a a bad marriage or whatever. And that wasn't a godly marriage. And I think one Mm. of the things was, man, just take your time and, and, and um, have fun, play the fields Mm. (laughs) and stuff, you know, and have fun because at the time, um, you know, pretty, I mean, a successful young black man with 
you know, degrees and, and a good job. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so one of the, I mean, I pull, I kind of pulled that and threw it to the side and said, um, you know, no, this is the, this is the person for me. I mean, we knew each other at a young age. I knew her family, her family knew me. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where, um, we absolutely made each we made each other better just um being around each other um just wanting to accomplish goals and wanting to um actually do that in a godly manner it was i mean that right there was was worth you know pursuing it yeah and let me just add i don't think that that um had he not required that i know for a fact that this would not have been a godly marriage i was not brought up in church I was not mm-hmm. raised in church. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not really have any foundation for that mm-hmm. whatsoever. And so when he issued me, you know, this requirement, and I do say requirement, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was new to me. Um, mm-hmm. But then when, you know, we got in and we got in together. Mm-hmm. It was just like Holy Spirit was just speaking, just speaking, you know, every year of our lives, just growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that we were doing what, you know, God would have had us to do. So I will always um, accredit on this side of heaven. I will always accredit this man with, you know, bringing me into a, a space of what God had for me. So I love he will it. always have the credit for that. Come on now. Where's my amen corner? Amen. Amen. Girl, I'm amen myself. <laughs> amen. There you go. So, <laughs> Uncle John, you touched on how each of you have made the other individual better. So, to continue with that, what is something that you have learned about yourself through your spouse? Oh, that's a that's an easy one. I think one of the things, um, the biggest thing that I've learned um, about myself is that. Um, I can pretty much accomplish anything that I put my mind to Come with, on now. Um, is with support, um, with God's um, grace and support. Mm-hmm. But with, um, with um, T, one of the things that she did was um, she knew a lot of the goals I had. And I mm-hmm. had put a lot of those goals on hold being a, a, a you know, young father, uh, mm-hmm. being married at a young age. I put a lot of those things on hold and she was the one that, push me to to go back. She was like, no, you know, pursue, you know, your master's degree, pursue Mm -hmm. your doctorate degree and stuff. And she was there the entire, you know, step of the way. And I think she created a monster. But one of the things that (laughs) she made me see was I can accomplish anything to the, you know, to the tunes of going and getting additional degrees, even after the doctorate degree. So I really appreciated that from her. And she also showed me um, that, um, when you bring your, when you humble yourself before God and stuff, mm-hmm. there's things that he promised us. And I think he wants us to, um, hold him to that, you Amen. know, cause he's not a liar. So no, he's not, I think he's not he really, and she made me see that. Yeah. Very good. That's good. That's good. Auntie Tamarin, what have you learned about yourself through uncle? Oh, I should say uncle, oh, Dr. John. Doctor. Uncle Doctor John. Uncle Uncle Doctor. So <laughs> Uncle Doctor has shown has shown me. Um, he shows me as closely as possible what I must look like to God. Mm. How God sees me through His eyes. 
um, this man encourages me, supports me, um, builds me up, calls me on my crap when I need to be called on it. Come on. That's good. That is yeah. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> um, but he probably shows me um, as closely as I said on this side of heaven of what God must think of me, that I am God's favorite. I am the apple of his eye, that I am his princess. I am. His, and he gives me this man every day to remind me of my station in him. And so that is what he shows me. That's what I've learned about myself through him. I'm trying not to get emotional. That was so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vulnerability for me. That's something that yes. I'm working on trying to figure out a, a happy balance between the two because again it's not that I don't think guys the guys around me who have shown interest are not capable of being vulnerable mm -hmm. I just think that coming from a two-parent household and having a father who's shown vulnerability even though he went across seas and fought in a war like that's so yeah. necessary for me, especially as a young woman to see that. So I think that's beautiful mm -hmm. that you've been able to see that. Really, both of you all have been able to see that. And you all are honest and you all are each other's safe place. So Absolutely. after all of that gushy stuff, I have to keep it real, real. <laughs> real, real. Let's go. Who shouldn't get married? Who is marriage not cut out for? Ooh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll say for for if you're still in, I, I say your selfish phase. If you're still in a selfish um, phase where everything is about you, mm -hmm. I, I mean, you don't need to be getting married at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I mean, mm -hmm. that's, I, yeah. If you're not, and for a guy, for for males, I would mm -hmm. say if you're not in a if you're not in a position where you're gonna uphold your wife. Um, more than anybody else, right? On this side of heaven, <laughs> I mean, you don't need to be walking down an aisle. And you mean that means that your wife comes before the kids, the, before your the job, kids, before the job, before your parents, Come before on now. I mean, Ooh, when it's literally um, when you take in the what the Bible says, literally, I mean, you're you're leaving all of that stuff and you're cleaving mm -hmm. to your wife and Very stuff. Um, she's your bride much like Jesus, the bride to the, you know, the, the church is the bride to Jesus. You're, 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 she's your bride and you're to uphold her. And I had to learn that the hard mm -hmm. way because I have a lot of women in my life <laughs> who um, wanted my attention and wanted mm -hmm. my soul attention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had to learn that, you know, through um, this marriage that mm -hmm. it was, no, it was, it was about, you can still, um, you can demand respect from them and for mm -hmm. her, but you would get it quicker and more so if you show that respect yourself to her. Mm -hmm. Very good. I love it. All right, auntie, who should not get married? Girl, you got pen and paper? Let's see. <laughs> who should not get married? People who are not willing to work on themselves before mm. they try and make their mate responsible for all of that. If Ooh. you can't work on yourself, and you trying to make your mate responsible for that, you have no mm -hmm. business being married. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if Amen. You cannot. <laughs> um, if you are looking for your spouse to make you happy 
and you don't know what it's like for you to be happy or for you Very to have good. joy and you because they can't make you yeah. happy you don't need to be married um if you are in a position where you can't have an honest conversation about your hopes, your dreams, your fears, your finances. Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about the superficial stuff, your mm -hmm. financial goals, your spiritual goals. If that person that's walking down the aisle towards you cannot answer that blindfolded, right? y'all don't need to be getting married. Um, so it, it's got to be about work. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. Every single day in every single way, intentional work towards being one. If you can't do that, you have no business being married. All right, waiter. So some key words, consistency, mm. vulnerability, yes. transparency, yes. honesty, yes. commitment, yes. and yes. using the AOL.com email if you have to, fellas, <laughs> and being consistent with it, okay? And we still have that email. I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still around, it. surprisingly. <laughs> so yes. as we're getting close to the end, I have a couple more questions and what I'll do is first I'll ask Uncle John Uncle John what advice do you have for single women who are thinking about getting married and then Auntie Tamarin I'll do the reverse what is some advice that you have for single guys who are thinking about getting married so Uncle Uncle Dr. John you want to go first <laughs> I would I would say um for any young lady that's um thinking about getting married, I mm -hmm. would say um, go into a relationship, um, getting to know that person, um, that th their true self, not the the false or the fake that you've seen on um, social media mm -hmm. or whatever. I would say get to know that person and understand that um, it's about day-to-day -day, um, consistency. It's not um, this one-time you know, thing. It's about um, being patient. Um, yes. The biggest thing that I can say is be patient with that that person because you may be the the one person that they decide to um, come to for everything and right. stuff. So you're gonna have to display um, some patience because sometimes we're we're hard headed. We're a step up be, um, behind you guys, <laughs> <laughs> but once we get it, yeah, once got we it. get it, we get it. So be patient. Right. Patience. All right. Auntie. Oh, and the last thing. Oh, and don't be um be willing to give a challenge. Make them work. Make them earn. Come on you now. Know, make them earn your heart. Don't just give away. Give it. Be away. an organic chemistry textbook. I like it. There you go. <laughs> that, that was a hard class, man. I won't lie. <laughs> All right, Auntie. What do these yes. these young men need to know if they're interested in tying the knot? Yes. Um, young men need to know that they are valuable, that they are not just a paycheck. Um, there's so now. much more to marriage than just a paycheck. We are mm -hmm. looking for um, reliability, stability, transparency. Yes. And if you don't know what those things are, you never had those things um, modeled for you. Find a counselor, find a therapist. I don't care if it's a black male therapist, an Asian therapist, or, it doesn't matter, whatever you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that you need to know because you need to know your worth just like the young lady knows hers. Know your worth. Very good. 
man, I almost teared up again, but I won't. But this last question, <laughs> this last question might make you all a little teary-eyed. And this is a question that I plan on asking all of our featured couples for the Real Love series, which is, if God forbid today was your last day on earth, what is something that you would want your partner to know about either you, the marriage itself, or just any last words you would want to share with them before you journey up to heaven? Um, for me, it's actually, actually, that's a, that's a pretty easy one. I would, I would want her to know that I would tell T, um, thank you for making the last 20 plus years of my life the best ever. And I, there's not a, a there's not one day that I haven't um, enjoyed it. We laugh every day. <laughs> we absolutely laugh every day. Um, and I love the um, hard work that we put in together and stuff. And and I have no, absolute no regrets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with him. We, we talk about this all the time, all the time. You know, what would what would you, you know, do? What what would you we like to see you do? Whatever. And it is always the same that you have brought so much laughter and joy and light into my life. Um, and we live it. I get to live it every single day. So there would be no regrets. No, no. I wish I would have said like we try to make sure that that happens every day in this house. Even on the days we don't like each other, we still <laughs> we know that we still love each other and we know that the other is worth the work. So we live that out and we have for the last 20 years. Wow. Man, after this, man, I just want to put on <laughs> some Mary J. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you all being willing to do this. Waiters, I hope that this interview has encouraged you all, regardless of if you're single, you're engaged, you're a divorcee, but you are looking towards one day getting remarried. Let this couple be a shining example of what God can do. Thank you so much, waiters, for tuning in to the Real Love series presented by While We're Waiting, the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share today's episode. I'm your host, Z, and I hope you'll join me again next week to continue our four-episode special. Peace.